time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 10. Winner take all. It's been a hundred years since we worried about monopolies in the oil and gas industry or the steel industry or railroads. We do occasionally these days worry about oligopies in the media industry or airlines or a few other really big industries. But for the most part, for startups, the only industry where winners take all is the tech industry. And it happens for a specific reason. It happens because serving the next customer costs you less than serving the previous customer. So if you have 100 customers with a software company, you have a whole lot of fixed expenses to pay for. It costs you some amount of money. But to serve 200 customers doesn't cost you twice as much. It costs you less than twice as much. And serving 10 times more customers costs you way less than 10 times. And 1,000 costs you way less than 1,000 times and so forth. And so what happens is the more customers you start to get, the more efficient it is for you to serve them. And it becomes more and more and more efficient so that when the next competitor comes along, they have no chance. Their costs are just way too high. You know, we saw this in Windows operating system. We're seeing this in Google searches. We're seeing this on Facebook. And for Facebook, they have one more effect that helps, which is the network effect. This is an effect that happens for any service that connects people together. It happened for the telephone system. If you think about it, how did they sell the first telephone? Because one telephone doesn't have any value. So if you look at the history, what you'll find is that they didn't sell one telephone to start with. They sold two. They sold a pair of telephones to some rich owner of a factory who wanted one in the factory and one in their house. And that was useful to those people. And it was useful to every other customer that bought a pair of telephones. But it became way more useful when all the phones could call all the other phones. And let's say there were 100 phones in the city. Then for the 101st customer, the odds of them knowing someone who already had a telephone started to become pretty good. And when it got to the 1,000th telephone, they got better. And when they got to the 10,000th telephone, when they got 90% of every home and every office to have a telephone, well, then the next person, of course, knew someone else with a telephone. And so you get this effect of the more you sell, the more valuable it becomes to your customers. And that's how Facebook got so big. They started with just college students on a few campuses, thereby ensuring that people knew each other. And they grew from campus to campus until they had a very large swath of students. And then they opened it to the world, which meant all their parents and all their friends and everyone else and all the alumni. And then it just exploded until it's 2 billion people. So that's great if you happen to have one of those businesses. Most of us don't. But this isn't true for most entrepreneurs. They don't have a business that has any network effect. They don't have any true sustainable competitive advantage. In fact, the only thing that is true for most companies is that no one else is doing what they're doing exactly in the same way, exactly in the same place. And they have no spot-on, perfect, direct competition solving the same problem in exactly the same way. For most of the companies of the world and nearly every startup I work with, this topic, this idea of secret sauce and sustainable competitive advantage doesn't really matter. The competitive analysis is useful because it's really nice to find out how this problem is being solved elsewhere. In fact, it's sometimes useful just to go and copy someone else's solution. They may be solving it in another country or another part of your country. They may have a great solution. It's just targeted at a different customer segment than you want to work with. 
So rather than come up with a brand new business plan, copy someone else's. That's what I did with many of my companies. I did a mobile search company, search on mobile phones, before smartphones, before Google really cared about that market. I launched a market research company to find out, once smartphones existed, what people were doing on them, because the other market research companies didn't have those answers. I do a conscious company accelerator, using the same model that I found out in the tech world, but brought over to the world of mission-driven for-profits. Copying other people's ideas is totally fine. You don't always have to come up with a brand new secret sauce. You don't always have to come up with a patentable idea. It's totally fine to find an existing solution, bring it to your home market, change it in whatever way you think will make it better, and bring that to the market. Your competitive advantage in that case is that you know your local market better, you hopefully know your customer base better, and as a startup, you can move really quickly to find out what you're doing wrong and fix it and go and bring those customers a great solution that they don't have today. Next week, let's talk about building a team to go make that happen. Until then.